Hey, y'all. Welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered insight on marriage, divorce, the crazy adventures of co-parenting, and so much more with your hosts, April and Lauren. Not only are we best friends, we are also the wife and former wife of the same man. Join us each week as we take you on a journey inside our wild and chaotic lives and show you how we were able to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting a lot of kids with a few husbands. We're definitely not professionals and we'll probably get you into more trouble than you bargained for, but what we do have is a sense of humor, street smarts, and a few decades of experience under our wife, mom, and divorcee Bill. This Saint Your Mama's podcast. Welcome to episode 136 of Past Chaos. Hey. Hey, hey y'all. Uh, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode on dating disasters. It's always a joy. Speaking of dating, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about your current situation. So if I'm not, <laughs> you can. But I figured it'd be okay since you did announce it on TikTok that. You're newly single, and we'll get into all the details at yeah. another time. Not today, Satan. Not okay. today. Thank you. But you actually went on a date last weekend, and it wasn't a disaster. It was not a disaster. Probably too soon to yeah. be on a date, but I happen to know this person, so it was more just dinner. Um, I know. It was funny, because we met him like yeah. a year ago yeah. at our favorite bar. Yeah. That so, was neat. Uh, and I, I guess this now is a good time to tell my disclaimer. Uh-oh. Which is, I will accept dates, but you will be content for oh, all podcasts. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> he was lucky enough to land the first date after a breakup. But yeah. I'm sure there's a list of contenders just waiting for their opportunity. Ugh, gross. However, they better be ready because any potential suitor you have. Yeah. They're going to be material. Or they have to be. I mean, like, that really is honestly, oh, this sounds so bad, but that's probably why I'm accepting the date. I wonder if people know that about us. Like, if you're going to be our friend, if you're going to be in our circle, if you're going to date you, you're going to be on our podcast as, yeah, maybe something good, maybe something bad. We don't know. (laughs) If you didn't know, now you do. So don't get upset when we throw you under the bus. So don't be shocked when I accept the invitation because it's probably an acceptance so that I can talk about it a few days later. Speaking of throwing under the bus, I'd like to throw myself under one. Oh, yeah. Today's rough. This week. This week. Papa Gator's been here for over a week. And I think this is the longest span of time that <laughs> he and I've spent together since our divorce. And he's been out of work because he had surgery. So I think he's extremely bored. Today, he did some things around the house that we've been needing to have done. So he kept himself busy. But well, that's good. He's become my unsolicited life coach, and in turn, he looks to me for entertainment, and I'm not a cruise director, so I'm not really For those sure. of you that don't know, April and I are on the downward spiral right now. We really are, and you know, I think it's been building up for a while. A while, and now it's, I think it's healthy, and I know we laugh off a lot of things in our life, because if we didn't, it would be bad, but it's a good thing to talk about your mental health. and. Ours isn't the best, and it's never been at the same time that we've been yeah. this bad. Usually and, one of us can be there for the other. Right. Thankfully, we have each other mm-hmm. still, even though it's not great. But anyway, I like a routine and having someone interrupt, and I don't mean that in a negative or a bad way, but just interrupting your normal routine, disturbing your peace. Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You get a little cranky. Oh, yeah. 
and Roy gets sensitive. So, I mean, it's been interesting, right? Like your house has definitely in the last two weeks been turned upside down a little bit, but I'm okay with that because it's in a good way and it's yeah. for good reason. So it'll be all right. It, it's going to be fine. You Are know? you believing that when you're saying I it? Because I'm going to try. <clears throat> I'm not believing it, hearing it. Well, I'm trying yeah. hard, but our family has a very busy week slash weekend ahead of us because it's wedding week. I know. Our middle daughter's getting married Saturday, and we are all traveling to Tennessee. So there's a total of 17 people in six different vehicles yep. making this haul. Yes. We're all going at different times. I'm going to go early. I'm going late. Because I need to set up and, you know, make sure that things, you know how <laughs> I am. And everybody by now knows how I am. I'm very much a control freak. You I mean, are. I'm just going to say it. I'm it's just okay. going to call there's it like it is. nothing wrong with that. I like to know that things are in place in the way they should be. And since my daughter has no desire and has had no desire this entire wedding planning process, <laughs> I have done it all. You have. Thankfully, her fiance is great and he has been. Hands-on. Very hands-on. She calls him Bridezilla. He really isn't <laughs> a Bridezilla, but he has been the only one really giving me input and helping me <laughs> in this whole thing. So I'm on the home stretch now, almost have everything done. But I'll go up early and I get to spend some extra time with my mom, which I am excited to do that because it's been a while since I've seen her. Are you happy to be going back to my hometown? Again? I am. I'm happy anytime I get to be away from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Right. But also your hometown is close to my hometown. And so it just gives me a good warm feeling of yeah. nostalgia. And I think right now, having gone through a breakup, I'm kind of in need of just being surrounded by family right now. I think we need a little boost, a little motivational I think so too. boost. And I think I'm just hoping I'm going to manifest that this is what's going to do it. Not to mention, I mean, I am excited to see all my family and I'll get to see a couple of my really close lifelong friends. I am emotional about the wedding. I feel like you know, what's funny is I was driving home from work today and I actually started to get emotional about the wedding. And I, I don't know if it's because like love is in the air today, you know, it's <laughs> Valentine's Day that we're recording this. And I know that the weekend is going to be full of love. And here I am like completely torn apart from a Not heartbreak. Love, yeah. And yeah, and it's just like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be sweet, but also bitter. Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very sweet. This is the first one of our children that is getting married. I know. So this is this this is the start. It's you know? only the beginning. Only the beginning. There's going to be children getting married and children having Babies, children. And yeah. this is going to be a busy, busy year for us. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to watch one of my babies get married and have all of us be there to witness I it. I know. So in honor of wedding week, we decided on a great topic. <laughs> We're going to talk about why did I get married? Oof. And we know because we've done it a lot of times. We have, yes. A lot, a lot. So if you listen to last week's episode, you know that I got married because I just am terrified to date and dating sucks. Oh, you're telling me. So people get married, though, for several reasons. And I really hope that love is at the top of that list. It was for me a couple times. It was for me like <laughs> once, I think. <laughs> Other reasons, maybe, I mean, financial stability. Unplanned pregnancy, right? <laughs> Health insurance, citizenship. I think that we have encompassed all of several them. of those yep. in our yep. time here on this earth. 
Why did you get married to your first husband? Love. 100% love. I was head over heels to the moon and back in love with that man. Or I should say boy. We were kids at the time, really. So yeah, definitely love for the first marriage. This really baffles me. Every time we talk about him, your eyes light up and every story that you tell is always a good one. So I just don't understand why you're not together. I think we probably asked ourselves that several times throughout the years. We were young and dumb. I don't think we knew how to be in a marriage. We knew how to be in love. But I also think that we had never experienced that level of love before. And so we thought, oh, you know, you, it didn't work. You know, we'll fall in love again. And I think the older we got, we realized what we had once upon a time as children was super, super rare. And we probably had, if we had known it and how rare it was when we were that age, we probably would have cultivated it and protected it a lot more. But we didn't. We were selfish and I was selfish and thought I could find love anywhere. I thought it was easy. And I would always, it would always feel like that. And the older I got, I realized, nope, that was a once in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Kudos to those people that are high school sweethearts and they stay married Mm -hmm. for 50 years. Or just get married very young and are able to stay together. I mean, I wish I knew what that was like, but I don't. But I am very envious of it because to grow together is one thing, but you're not just growing together as people. You're growing up together from children to adults. Yeah. And that has, I mean, that's a big task. It is. I mean, I think that's part of why my first marriage didn't work out is because we were growing at such a rapid rate individually and not realizing we were supposed to be doing it together. I wonder if those people that do get married very young and stay married, do they ever feel like they're missing out on something? You have no other experience or sometimes not even another relationship to compare it. I think if it was a good marriage and there was no infidelity and there's no, you know, abuse involved and it was just love that they've had and, and shared for all those years. And that was the only person I I do think they're probably not missing out on anything or thinking that they have missed out on anything. They're probably watching all the marriages around them falling apart and thinking, wow, we really have something So you're saying I'm broken. I'm broken for sure. Don't worry. Great. I'm super excited. (laughs) Well, anyway, I think Jerry and I got married because we thought we were supposed to. I mean, we already had a baby and it just made sense that here we're going to get married. He was already in the military. And there was some health insurance involved, you know? Oh, yeah. I know that we thought we were, or I'll say that I, we probably thought we were in love. I don't know that we ever really were in love. I'm sure that we loved each other mm-hmm. and we still have love for each other. But we were not meant to be married. We were just yeah. probably meant to have a couple of kids and, and go on about our business. I'm glad that we have that bond because Jerry is still one of my closest friends mm-hmm. and that will never change. But marriage, it's just so crazy to think that we ever got married. That's how my second marriage, <laughs> that's exactly your first marriage is like my second marriage. I don't think we got married out of love. We got married because I was pregnant or I had a baby at the time and we felt like we needed to. And I don't think that we were ever in love with each other. It's amazing to me that we actually lasted as long as we did. And we had more children. Oh, absolutely. That's what I say about Jerry. We were married eight years. Yeah. That's craziness. Uh If you know me, 
And you know, John, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. And so even sometimes looking back, I'm like, was I ever married to him? Like, did that exist? Like, was I a completely different person? What was I trying to do? I sometimes wish I could go back and tell that little girl, because that's who she was that got married to Jerry. Tell her, you know, you don't have to do this because you're allowed to have yeah. a baby and not get married. Yeah. There's no law that says, oh, you have a baby. Now you must have a marriage. That's right. I wish I would have probably said the same exact thing to my Because we could have grown self. as people. And then who knows? Mm-hmm. I think we're still very different personalities. So maybe marriage would have never been in our future. But we would have learned that sooner rather than later. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Because mm-hmm. I think both of us, we went through a lot of pain throughout our marriage because Probably deep down, we knew that it wasn't the right thing. Right. And we were angry. But you're in it. You know, it's not just you're in a relationship. You're in an actual marriage. You have you have the government involved now mm-hmm. in your relationship. So it's not easy to just say, oh, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. So we're just going to end this. Yeah. I think a part of uh, the reason John wanted to marry me was almost a control factor so that he wouldn't lose me. And I didn't realize that till I was much older and probably towards the end of the marriage itself. And then I was like, oh, so this is why some men want to get married, to control the situation, to control, isolate, you know, keep me, even though they may not really want me, but they don't want anyone else to have me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's been a red flag for me ever since. I think that's why Jerry didn't want a divorce back then. It wasn't that he wanted me, but he didn't want anybody else to have me. It was more of a control issue. Roy and I, though, we got married because we were in love. And there was a portion of time throughout the three years between my divorce to Jerry and my marriage to Roy that I was scared. I never thought that. And we talked about this a little bit last week when I talked about dating after Jerry. I didn't think that anybody would want to even date me, let alone marry a single mom with two kids as young as I was. But I knew that I wanted marriage. That's something that I've always wanted. I love the concept of marriage and the idea of marriage and spending every waking moment with the person that you truly love. I think that Roy and I were still very young as well when we got married, and we probably should have talked a little more about certain things. And maybe our marriage wouldn't have ended the way it did. Which is sad. I mean, it's very sad. You've made it clear that you never or you have no intention of ever getting married again. No, I don't. What could change your mind? Nothing. In fact, I think it just gets solidified (laughs) further and further the older I get. So what's it's kind of strange because I, I had told myself after my first divorce that I never wanted to get married again. And part of the reason I made that decision then was because I felt like my heart always would belong to that man. And in my eyes, I would always see myself as being married to him. And so I just didn't want to get married to anybody else. Like, even though we were divorced, I was one and done. Like, I was still his wife in some aspect. And then John came along and really pushed for marriage. And in that sense, it was, I had a very traumatic marriage. And I know that all marriages are not traumatic and and they can be out of love and whatnot. But after my divorce, my second divorce, I just realized, you know, maybe I never wanted to be married in the first place ever in my life. And I had given it a try. It didn't work for me. So 
I was pretty much okay with just saying, I I don't want to try it again. I don't want to do it again. I want to have a partner. I want to feel an immense amount of love. I want to feel completely loved by someone and I want to love someone completely and it to be so easy that marriage isn't even a thought for us because we just think we, we've we just been divinely connected this entire time. That's all it ever needs to be. And I found you and you found me and let's just spend the rest of our lives as partners and in a partnership and not have the pressure of well, we have to get married because that's a step. Well, no, it's not because I've done those steps and look where it turned out for me. I will. I can very much understand where you're going with that because I feel that way in a sense. I never thought Roy and I would get a divorce. And after our divorce, when John and I did fall in love, it made sense for us to get married because we were in love and we both had the same, I think we both had the same ideas on marriage. And that's something that we just wanted. Right. We, we were in love. We wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. But could we have just said, we're going to be partners forever. We know we're in love. Why make it official? Why not just stay together, live together, be together forever and just build our relationship? That's something that we could have definitely done. Yeah. But I think we are a little bit old fashioned and old school and we like the concept of marriage. Hell, we liked it so much we did it twice. <laughs> a, a very small, small percentage of me still believes that if I were to ever find or meet someone that was just so destined for me, my mind might be changed. I, I don't know because I just got out of a very serious relationship where in so many aspects I was a wife. I was playing the wife right. role without a ring and he wanted marriage and I didn't want marriage, but it wasn't because... I didn't want to be married to him. Something felt off to me. And until that was worked out, I knew I couldn't say yes to a marriage to someone that it just never felt fully there. I, I, I believe that I could have potentially gotten there with him or I could with someone maybe, but for whatever reason, something was still holding me back. What would get you there though? What's that feeling? What's it look like? What does it feel like for you to say, you know what? I do want to legally be tied to this person. I have to have 110% safety and security in my partner. That means trust, honesty. I need to feel safe with you. I need to feel secure with you and at peace. And if, I, if, if I'm not feeling those things and if I've communicated it, I'm still not feeling that way, that's going to hold me back from ever wanting to jump in and say, oh, yeah, let's just do this government thing and make ourselves tied together forever. No, why would I do that if I don't feel safe and secure with you? I'm not going to do that. I may get in trouble for this, but it's OK. Like we just said, if you're in our life, you have to understand we're going to talk about you. This is my daughter, my daughter that's getting married this weekend. This will be her second marriage and she's very young. Mm -hmm. What could we say to her? Like if she wasn't our daughter, what would we say to this young girl that's getting married for the second time? Oh, that's hard. She's getting married at the same age I was when I got my when I had my second marriage. And knowing her, you could say anything and it will it's not going to sit. She's going to have to learn these life lessons. And all I can tell a young girl that is still believing in love so wholeheartedly is as long as you give your absolute all and you believe and you believe it will work and you believe in love, 
and you've given all that you can give, if it doesn't work out in the end, you can find peace in the fact that you gave everything. And I think that for as young as she is, like, I mean, it, that's hard. It's a hard one because, you know, ordinarily I'd be like, Ron, don't do it. No. <laughs> right. But she but, belongs to us. So we, but yeah, you know, it's different to experience love the same way that I experienced love, even though it was tainted and even though it ended, I still had such beautiful moments of love. Right. And marriage. You and I had a conversation the other day about this, and I was reminiscing on how the girls were when they were growing up and what you imagined for them. And of course, you imagine all the most amazing, best things for your kids. I never imagined Taylor, who's getting married. I never imagined her to be a wife or a mother. And I always imagined it would be Haley that would be a wife and a mother. And as they got older and became adult women, the roles reversed. And Taylor became a mom first and she became a wife first. And it suited her. It really fit her. I watched her be her happiest self in those roles. And I watched Haley be her happiest self, not in those roles, you know? Yep. And so I, I know that if everyone goes back and listens to our podcast from the beginning, they'll understand because Taylor's been on our podcast mm-hmm. a couple of times and she has divulged a lot about her story. And I, I want to respect her privacy as much as I can by not giving all the details, but she had a rough little start, you know, in pregnancy and in her first marriage. And we had her first husband actually on a podcast. And I thought that was the best man mm-hmm. for my child. And I, I remember telling our listeners, moms, if you want a great man for your daughter, this is it. And it, it turns out that, you know, things just didn't work out for them. And what I thought was this perfect happily ever after wasn't what it seemed. And it breaks my heart as someone who's gone through a few divorces and you as well, mm-hmm. you know that that is an excruciating pain. You don't wish on, on your anyone. worst enemy. Nope. So watching your children go through it is, is an immense pain that you just can't describe. You want to, you want to take it away. Fix it. Yeah. Right. So now she has this man that she's met and that she's in love with. And he is, I think probably more in love with her than she is him. And he's such the perfect man, Mm -hmm. but still there's something inside of me saying, okay, but that's my baby. Yeah. And I've watched this happen to her before. I can't bear to watch it happen to her again. Yeah. At the same time, so excited for their life together and they're going to have a baby. And I want to watch them build this amazing happily ever after. So I'm, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be supportive. But I also want to tell them both to be careful, to, to communicate more than you think you need to, but to love each other so, so much and so hard that nothing can penetrate that love. Yeah. Ever. What do you think? And I want to ask this now and, and in 10 years and in 20 more years, I'm going to ask the same question to us both. What is the key to a healthy, happy, long marriage? It's got to be communication. I mean, it, it, it just has to be. You need to learn each other's communication styles and you need to respect them and you need to practice them over and over and over and over and not use each other's communication styles while they may be different against one another. 
you're a teammate. You're not against one another. You're not in competition with one another. So the best thing you can do is learn your partner and learn their communication style and respect it and work with it and practice it and practice it a lot and often. Otherwise, you're both going to be coming at the same situation that you should be coming at together. You're going to come at it as enemies and and it's never going to pan out. And this is how I think the pettiest and dumbest arguments end up happening. And this is where you lose a lot of your trust. If you can't trust someone to communicate through an issue or learn you through an issue, how are you going to trust them on the big things? Right. Communication, number one, obviously. But I have to say to be patient and to take your time to really learn each other. Don't rush. I don't think, and I'm saying this from experience, I don't think rushing into a relationship or a marriage is the right thing. Because if you truly are in love, you can wait. Mm-hmm. You're going to be there for each other. Yeah. For the longevity of your lives. So why take that step when you're not really ready? Right. Wait, learn each other, study each other. The things that you don't like about each other, the things that you do like about each other, really get to know that person because you're stuck with them. You are stuck with them forever. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's not easy like people think it is that marriage is just, oh, two people that love each other and off you go and everything's going to be great. No, because hard things happen in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes one of you aren't healthy and the other one has to pick up the slack and it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just don't like the other person. A marriage will never be 50-50. No It just won't. It's 100-100. Yes. And it's just a matter of working as a team to find out your percentage and what you're capable of at that time and what that other person is willing to give on their percentage side. I think the other thing is you need to be best friends. Yes, you absolutely do. You need to be best friends. I can tell you right now from lots of experience with heartbreak, if you don't have a friendship and you don't like each other, it is going to be very hard to make a relationship or a marriage work based just on love. No, there's so much more that -hmm. you need to know. And I know that we've said this a million times, love languages, and you touched on it just a second ago, you need to learn how the other person wants to be loved. And it may not be in your comfort zone. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be because that's not the way you want to be loved. But if it's the way someone else wants to be loved and needs to be loved, and that's the only way that they feel truly safe Mm -hmm. and secure in that relationship, you've got to do it. Yep. It's not going to be comfortable. Marriage isn't comfortable. Nope. Not all the time. It's just not. Those are cold, hard facts. Yeah. It's not rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. It's hard work. It is. And I, 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 I think that's another thing that deters me from ever wanting to get married, married again, because I am so tired of putting in so much work to be let down. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's just easier to coast. And I know that sounds selfish and, and maybe people don't understand, but my peace is not something and my mental health is not something I'm willing to risk anymore because it starts to trickle down and affect my children. And as soon as that happens, that's a hard pass for me because my kids are my number one. So if anything is affecting my mental health, that would, could then in turn affect my motherhood and my parenting of them, it's not for me. It will stay out of my life. And I'll tell you this, Roy and I got married and we had a ready-made family because I had two children from my marriage to Jerry. It was not easy 
but we did really well at it. Fast forward a few years and I marry John and we both have ready-made families. Blending a family is probably the hardest thing I've ever done. It's not something that I take on a lot of things and I have throughout my whole life. And I think, you know what? I can do this. This is so easy and and I'm going to be great at it. I thought that I was going to come in and I'm going to fix everything. And you're not. You're not going to fix it all. It's not going to be great. It's going to be heartbreaking, heart wrenching. Yep. And you have to truly love someone to agree to be in a blended family. Yeah. It has its ups and downs. It has its great moments, and I'm not knocking those, but it has its lows and its heartaches and mm-hmm. extremely hard times. If you think heartbreak or divorce is bad, breaking up or divorcing someone that you have blended a family with is 10 times harder. Oh, it's excruciating. And that is probably one of the reasons my heartbreak this time around is so much more heavy because we had blended a family. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now, I will go on the record and saying, I I will never do that again. I I can't. My, I won't make it. No, I will say this much. If I ever get divorced again, I can say with absolute 100% certainty that another marriage is out of the question for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is not something that I'm willing to go through what I've gone through in my last 24 years of marriage yeah. to do again. I don't know that I have the mental ability yeah. or even the physical ability to go through the pain of starting from scratch and relearning someone else's yep. idiosyncrasies. Yeah, I can't I can't do it again. Yeah. I, I can't I can't gamble with heartbreak again. It hurts me too much. Well, because we love with everything. All of us. With all of our soul. Every all of our heart. piece of my body hurts mm-hmm. right now. Like and it's not going away. And and it, and I know that I have to feel those things, but the the idea or the thought that that could ever exist again in my life is just a hard hell no. You're gonna have to numb me. I'm gonna need to be yeah. completely numb to I... deal with that amount of pain. At this point, I'm gonna call a spade a spade and realize, you know, marriage isn't for me. Yes. If that happens again, and I'll just be asexual, <laughs> and that'll be fine. <laughs> Okay. Everything's going to be I'll just fine. go on first dates. Yeah. That's it. And I will get to hear all about them and I'll be just fine. We're going to have such boring lives now. It's okay. We'll have each other. Okay, y'all get in touch with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us topics that you'd like us to discuss. And if you want to learn more about us and hear all of our stories from the beginning of this chaos, check out our website, pastchaos.com. Do you want a more personal insight into the craziness that is our lives? Follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Also, you can now stream the full season of our reality TV show, You, Me, and My Ex on Discovery+. Plus. While we're on the topic of weddings, I have a question. When's the honeymoon over? What are some signs mm. in your experience that said, you know what, Lauren, honeymoon, <laughs> it's over. And I already know now, <laughs> asking you this question, <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. Why? <laughs> It would probably be the minute your husband comes and says, 
he's had another child. Oh, yes. Yes. But anyway, it's always that first year after the first year, I swear you hit the first year mark and immediately something happens that the honeymoon is over. Yeah. You are exposed to something. You find out something like a child, you know? Yeah. The first year I think is the honeymoon phase. I don't care if you're dating or if you're married, but I think that first year is always like very blissful because most, most of the time you don't want to rock the boat. And then once you live together, I mean, God, you start arguing and it's, it's all, well, I think you don't want to show your true selves to somebody that quickly that's Maybe, my advice right. show your crazy up front <laughs> yeah, show your crazy up front honey just put it on the front porch wear that shit around yep, your head around and it there you with. go i think little to no sex would be a, a key to being to the honeymoon being over if i were to have to narrow it down yeah but there's something else that i think and you're not gonna agree what when you start farting all over each oh, other. I don't agree with that. I, the honeymoon is over. No, get that stuff out on the oh, first date. God. I'm okay with that. You start putting your farts on me. It's <laughs> over. That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about the Kirks and our big blended family, visit our website at pastchaos.com. Make sure you don't miss out on any of this train wreck and chaos by hitting the subscribe button. If you really want to get personal, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to tune in every Sunday when we release new episodes. We would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to and review our podcast. And just so y'all know, we love Jesus, but we cuss a little. Thank you.